Jack Sawinski's going to make the team. He's going to fly north to Cincinnati. Take that to the bank. But leave it right there. Good morning to you. Good Tuesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins where you found this. Pirates 7, Red Sox 5 yesterday in Fort Myers. Miguel Andujar hit a home run over the fake green monster that they have at JetBlue Park there. It's actually really kind of cool that they they did that. And I don't believe the ball has landed yet. That was one highlight. Kanan Smith, the Jigba, continuing his very strong spring by going three for four with two RBIs. He's now batting. 324, Rodolfo Castro with a hit. Some good signs. You want to see those guys. Those are the ones that you don't want to just see the re- the result, okay? Even late in the spring, the results don't matter. You want to see the right individuals involved in the result. And the Pirates have been fortunate to have some of that of late, but especially where it applies to outfielders. For whatever reason, their outfielders are the antithesis of their infielders at the moment when it comes to hitting. They're all hitting the cover off the ball, whereas the infielders are all like around 180, 190 and whatever. Well, okay, fine. There's only one spot out there. Maybe 1.5, which I'll explain in a moment. But you would want this outfield for opening day at Great American Ballpark to be, in some order or other, Brian Reynolds, Andrew McCutcheon, and yes, Jack Sawinski. I'm aware that Travis Swaggerty is having 10 times the spring that Sawinski is. I'm aware that Swaggerty is a first-round pick, and thus shouldn't really be surprising too many people considering his natural pedigree. I'm also aware that there are several other outfielders having a better spring than Sawinski is, not least of whom is Smith and the Jigba. However, none of those guys belted 19 home runs as a rookie in the major leagues in just 106 games, as Jack did last season. And that's your tiebreaker. Not spring, nothing about spring. When someone hits 19 home runs in a season, well, actually, of any experience level or age, That's a really, really good thing. When you can do it in two-thirds of a season, that's a really, really, really good thing. But when you can do it as a rookie, when there is a strong belief among everyone in the fold, not least of whom is Jack himself, that he can do a lot better than that, and that the home runs will just kind of come by accident because of the nature of his swing path, because of the friendliness of PNC Park's Clemente Wall and everything else, You don't walk away from that, and you don't impose a backward step on it. Does that make sense? Let me try to explain that. Going back to last summer, when Jack had his big struggles and was sent down, and none of us had an issue with it. Jack didn't have an issue with it. Uh, The Pirates were even putting out word behind the scenes to make sure that that was known to everybody, that they weren't oblivious to how many home runs he'd hit. They felt that there was something genuine that he could gain from being down there. It wasn't one of those super two things or whatever. Well, Jack goes down there, gets himself straight, comes back. And I talked to him in Milwaukee on the day he came back. He was just a different kid. 
everything about him seemed different. He seemed more relaxed, smiling, um, not anywhere near as uptight and eyes wide and everything else. Even, even with the Father's Day celebration that he had, that was unforgettable at PNC Park, he still wasn't as loose as you'd want him to be. Well, now he was, and he performed pretty well. Then I saw him in Bradenton a couple weeks ago, and we had a pretty good conversation down there, and he was just a different person. I, I This I'd heard about from others related to him. I'd never seen it myself. He was actually having fun. This was kind of neat to see. Joking around with other guys, helping younger players out like he was the wily vet and everything else. It was it was pretty cool. He had a new stance, open stance from the baseball perspective, felt like he was seeing the ball a lot better, felt like he'd be able to do more damage to more different types of pitches in different ways. So that confidence kept going. If you take all these other players, including Swaggerty, out of this discussion and just focus on Jack, what you've got to understand here is that you can't have someone who hit 19 home runs in 106 games make two backward steps in rapid succession and not think that it'll affect him because it will. It will. That's when you start questioning yourself uh, and think, oh, do I even belong here? How did I ever hit those home runs? Uh, am I going to be another, for that matter, Andujar? Because Andujar did this with the Yankees, for those of you who follow baseball in general. Andujar, AL Rookie of the Year, and he had a zillion home runs and everything, and then got hurt, had some setbacks, started doubting himself, and he's still trying to claw his way back into the bigs. You don't want that. You already have an asset that's shown itself. And you want to do what you can to protect and preserve that asset. Does that mean that Swaggerty shouldn't make the roster? No, there's room for more than three outfielders, obviously. Heck, he can take a bigger role than Jack in the opening month or a few weeks. Make it fair. Look, Swaggerty's 24 years old. He's not a child. If he's ready, he's ready. But you don't do it at the expense of Jack. Jack needs to be in the bigs. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern. That's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. J1Q comes from Mike, who says, DK, I think ideally the outfield should be Reynolds in left, Swaggerty in center, and a platoon of Sawinski and McCutcheon in right field. But I think what we see is Sawinski in left, Reynolds in center, and a combination of Connor Joe, Kutch, and G1 Bay 
in right. Smith and the Jigba and Swaggerty start the season in AAA. And I, I, I'm following your thinking in each one of these cases, Mike, but you kind of lost me at the end there. Uh, Bay hasn't really impressed all that much. And Bay hasn't had that much time in AAA that the Pirates would feel lousy about sending him back. Uh, Joe is a little bit of a different a, a different case. He's a different type of hitter. He's more of an on-base guy. And he can do some things for you athletically as well uh, in the field. But overall, what you've got there, I, I'll tell you what. Your initial proposal has some merit to it philosophically. The problem with it is that the Pirates are only going to see so many lefties because there are only so many lefties in baseball. And you'd now be playing catch one out of every five games. Uh, that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. I'm in favor of managing Kutch's time in the field. I'm in favor of utilizing the DH to do that, as the Brewers did with him in 2022. I am definitely not in favor of having him go straight platoon with a second-year guy who's proven himself. But, but, your entry here pushes me to try to take this out further because you got to presume that there's going to be five outfielders on the team, okay? Or if you're factoring Bay, and I don't know if anybody still takes Tucapita Marcano seriously, but if they do, someone like that, from the standpoint of being super utility or even just infield outfield, you've got a couple other guys that are in that mix. Realistically, plausibly, you're talking about four outfielders. To me, Swaggerty should be your fourth. I don't know how much more he needs to show them. In addition to the pedigree, which does count, not because you're trying to save face. They weren't even the ones that drafted Swaggerty, this management team. So they don't have anything to gain from building up Swaggerty other than, hey, look at our development system. It's just that Swaggerty's performance is supported by the pedigree. It's got some additional validity to it. It's not like watching, I don't know, some 31-year-old non-roster invitee pop into your camp and go berserk at the plate for a month. Doesn't mean a thing. Doesn't mean a thing except for, you know, cap tip to that guy. You're still not making our team. Swaggerty is different. Swaggerty is different. Swaggerty, I want to see him play. I'd like to see him play in center. For all the reasons that the Pirates are kind of tiptoeing around this spring, which is that Reynolds is a much better defensive outfielder when he's in left than when he's in center. Did a nice job in center. The advanced metrics aren't all that kind to him. So if you have... Reynolds in left, Swaggerty in center. That's the part of this that I liked. And you don't go with a platoon in right, but what you do is you say right field is Andrew McCutcheon's position. Okay, that's where he belongs. That's where he's going to play. He's going to play against righties. He's going to play against lefties, but he's not going to play every day. And when he doesn't play, it's going to be Jack. Or we slide Jack around to other positions. Because if you look at the way Derek Shelton has managed his lineup, in his first three years in Pittsburgh, he hasn't really done a whole lot of pure platooning and hates even discussing it, to be honest with you. He doesn't like when the term comes up. He'll want to move outfielders around based on rest days, based on rotation, based on what kind of stuff the opposing pitcher has. It's not just left, right, left, right. 
So if you can work Jack into situations that help build up Jack's confidence, there's a certain pitcher, whether it's a lefty or a righty, that might give him uh, the kind of material that he needs to be more productive. That's that's ideal. This takes me way back. If I drop a different kind of example on you here to Rob McCoviak, for those of you who've been following the Pirates for a long time, and the way Lloyd McClendon used to handle McCoviak. He, he would say that McCoviak was someone who had to be protected. That was McClendon's own term. There were certain pitches. There were certain holes. There were certain angles at which the ball would come at Makoviak, and he had absolutely no chance. He was going to be a slam dunk over five with four Ks that day. But there was also a setting in which you could put Makoviak out there, and he could have the Makoviak doubleheader and hit a zillion home runs and look like the greatest player who ever lived for a given evening. I'm not saying that Jack is Makoviak. I am saying that Jack could use a little bit of that, but he needs to be in the major leagues. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. So we'll do another one of these tomorrow. 